0: Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Hello and welcome to episode 66. Today is the quickie episode detailing how I got off from September 9th through September 15th. And if you listened to last week's quickie episode, you may remember that I wasn't doing so well. So uh, if you did hear that, I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that I didn't really have a very sexy week. I did not masturbate at all this week except for yesterday. And yesterday, there were two two rounds, which was only unusual in the sense that uh, both were in the middle of the day. Um, Yeah, I I have that kind of midday horniness that strikes me, especially if I take a nap and i had been fighting a cold all week, so I was a little bit more tired than usual. But I don't know. I don't know if it, it is, you know, a precursor to my period coming or frustration or like buildup or whatever. But, um, actually, no, I take that back. (laughs) It may be all of those things, but really, you know, if I reflect on what I was thinking about yesterday, it was the plans that I have for this upcoming week with a guy that I'd been in touch with via Instagram that I met in real life. I know him in real life. I met him several years ago. Um, And we'd been trying to kind of get together and, uh, and play, you know, we'd never done that with each other before. He is the friend of an ex and somebody that I only knew kind of, uh, seeing and meeting them within a a group setting. I have never been alone one-on-one with this person. So while I do find him very physically attractive, I have no real sense of what our chemistry is going to be. So anyway... Uh, this came up a few months ago, and I, I did share about it, but it was one of those things like we were, we have completely different work schedules, and we just kept trying and trying and it just kind of wasn't working out. And we both kind of took that as, well, if it's this difficult, like <laughs> let's just take this as a sign and kind of give it up. Um, he's in a, a poly relationship. So he and his partner both um, engage with other people. But as you may remember, I am still single. So I don't consider myself poly, but I do certainly play with plenty of people who are in other relationships. Um, and I'll, I guess we'll explain where I'm going with that detail in a little bit, but just some more about this guy. So I was thinking about him when I beat off yesterday, both times, because we're supposed to meet this Tuesday and we both live in the same borough. So Um, we're planning to just meet for coffee in close proximity to my apartment. And, um, you know, so that there's at least some entry point to us meeting again, since it's been several years to just get a read on what kind of attraction level there is in person. He seems convinced that like, he's going to want to go no matter what. I, on the other hand, am much more finicky, not even finicky, but more fickle, like, (laughs) like, I may think going into it, you know, this person is attractive and he's very fit and I can already know what his dick size looks like because he sent me all these pictures in response to this and that and with the other thing. But, um, yeah, you know, there's just, it all means nothing until you're with the person. And then even so, like, pictures really, I've been so misled by photos in the past. It's like... <sighs> So I'm trying to manage my expectations. But anyway, so the possibility, the thought of sleeping with this guy who, you know, is younger, he's very earnest, and there's just this um, very endearing uh, desire to please in him that's attractive. He also has slept with hardly anybody, which I just find amazing. Like he, (laughs) he's very sensitive, which one can be a concern as far as like, uh, performance anxiety, that's something I've dealt with before. And it's not fun, but we've already been talking about that and kind of like, discussing how we foresee things going and responding and what we would need and et cetera, et cetera And how to manage it. So I feel like we're prepared for that. But again, you know, like all of this means nothing if we get together in person, and I'm like, meh, or worse he smells chemically like uh, biochemically offensive to me um anyway so we'll see uh and then another thing that's supposed to happen this week which has got me um it's, meh, what's the word i'm looking for It hasn't inspired me to masturbate only because I've already slept with this person before. This is someone from the orgy, actually. Uh, he gave me his number. He was pretty much what I would say the only participant there that I was like, uh, if I had been at that event with the mindset of like, I'm only going to approach people, he's probably the only person I would have definitely without a doubt approached, um, But anyway, so, yeah, he had given me his number and, you know, the timing with vacations and conferences and all sorts of things. This was, um, like, this is going to be the first time that we're getting together after that event. And it's kind of strange because, like, we're meeting at a cafe. Um, We're not meeting late. We're meeting pretty early. So there's, like, no indication that, and even in the whole course of texting and planning this, there was never any indication that we're going to get together. And it's like getting together for a booty call, like actually getting together to sit down and talk to each other, i.e. a date. But, you know, just given how we've met each other, it's like dating in reverse. And it also, you know, getting back to why I mentioned that this other potential partner is poly or in a poly relationship, rather, but, you know, I as a single person, I've never been in, been the one that's in a poly relationship that um, you know, like I sexually play with multiple partners, but whenever I've been in a committed relationship, it's always been monogamous, essentially. Um but you know, I, I've spoken about this before, just given the whole journey of things that have happened over the last year or so, I've really come to understand about myself a need or at the very least, a desire to explore, you know, some form of ethical non-monogamy. I keep referring to it as like a stretchiness to monogamy because I am interested in a committed relationship, but I'm also really interested in playing with other people with this person and, you know, just exploring kind of what it would be like to be very inclusive of experience and, uh, Activity and interaction and and all the things, so yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things that I don't know about this person, um, so I have a lot of questions, but it's just something that's been on my mind. you know, like you meet a person at an orgy and then you go on a date. It just seems like the odds are probably extremely low that this person is looking for a monogamous relationship, but who knows? I, he's already been surprising me in a couple of other ways just from our communication. So I have no idea. And anyway, so that's happening this week. So all of those things have kind of been in my mind and kind of getting me through the tough times. Um, but nothing has been as helpful as sharing about what I was going through last week. You know, obviously recording that episode, um, I was in a pretty emotional state. And I did feel better afterwards, I felt a little exposed. But I've come to recognize that feeling exposed is often a positive, it means that, you know, I'm kind of pushing myself. And generally, when I do that, it's for something good. I never know what it is. But it generally works out. And I did have quite a few listeners respond with kind words and support and concern. And I appreciate all of the people who reached out to me. So thank you. Um, yeah, I am doing much better. You know, it's just, it was a new experience going through um, getting mammograms and turning 40 and just dealing with the whole thing and all the unknowns that come with it. Um, but now I know better for next time. And also, you know, I'm sure there was a fair amount of, like, adjustment to a life milestone that were kind of embedded in that experience. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it was just, you know, getting cancer screened is pretty fucking scary and it would be no matter what, <laughs> what age you are. It's like, uh, anyway, Um But yeah, anyway, just to give you some details about how I beat off yesterday. It was with toys and fantasy, no porn. Um, More for lack of, um, eh, not lack of interest, but just like I've been so physically riled up and like my mind has been so active. It was unnecessary, but also I wasn't, I don't know, sometimes I need it. You know, it's kind of a support to what's going on. And other times it's like restlessness or impatience that inspires me to do that. But there's like kind of like an amped up activity level that's already there that kind of facilitates watching porn when I'm beating off. But this was like a much more kind of focused and content and very specific experience. You know, I just was fantasizing about being with this guy that I'm going to be seeing on Tuesday. And, uh, yeah. but I mean, it was like pretty standard stuff, like imagining him licking my nipples and, you know, like feeling his cock, which I'm hoping is as big as it looked in the pictures. <laughs> so like for reference, I'm imagining getting fucked by number 54 and like the feel of his cock and, and all of that. And yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully next week we'll have lots of interesting tales to to share with you. But that's what's going on with me. So until we speak again Thursday, I wish you well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project... Visit graphicpaint.com sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.